in this bulletin. Qantas returns to profitability for the first time since the coronavirus pandemic. One of four hostages in Papua New Guinea freed, but an Australian professor remains captive. And in sport, the AFL set to announce money to support the game's development in Tasmania. Good afternoon, Claire Slattery with SBS News. Qantas has reported a half-year profit of $1.43 billion, marking the airline's first return to profitability since the coronavirus pandemic began three years ago. The result comes after the national carrier suffered a $456 million loss a year ago. Alan Joyce, the airline's CEO, says the record profit is due to a high demand in travel and higher yields. The first is travel demand, which remains very robust, particularly leisure travel. That flows into the second factor, which is higher yields, particularly given most international airlines are still working to restore capacity back to pre-COVID levels. And the last driver is the $1 billion in restructuring benefits that are flowing through to our bottom line. Two Australians have died in a plane crash in the Philippines. Overnight, search teams reached the site of a light aircraft carrying two Australian passengers and two Filipino pilots that crashed in the country's Albay province. Foreign Minister Penny Wong confirmed the deaths in Fiji, where she's currently representing Australia for the Pacific Islands Forum. Sadly, there are no survivors. So on behalf of the Australian government, I wish to extend my deepest sympathy to the families of the two men, Simon Chipperfield uh, and Kati Santhanam, both from Adelaide, my hometown, uh, as well as the Filipino nationals involved. One of the four people being held hostage in Papua New Guinea has been freed, but an Australian professor remains captive. The hostages are a team of academics who were doing fieldwork in the remote bushland when they were taken captive in the border region of Hela and the Southern Highlands province. Negotiations for the Australians released, along with two other PNG locals, are ongoing. The country's Prime Minister, James Marape, is calling for the remaining hostages to be released. China's top diplomat is pledging to deepen his country's cooperation with Russia after meeting with President Vladimir Putin in Moscow. Wang Yi's trip to Russia comes after the United States warned China's government against providing material support to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Wang Yi's visit comes on the eve of the first anniversary of the Ukraine war. Mr Wong says China-Russia relations are rock solid and will withstand any test in a changing international situation. I am ready to exchange views with you, my dear friend, on issues of mutual interest and I look forward to reaching new agreements. Chinese weapon supplies to Russia could threaten a potential escalation of the war in a confrontation between Russia and China on the one side and Ukraine and the US-led NATO military alliance on the other. 
An Australian man killed by a shark in New Caledonia has been identified as Sydney resident Chris Davis. Mr Davis is being remembered by his wife and children as a beloved husband and father. He was holidaying in the area when he was attacked on February the 19th, some 150 metres from the shore of Chateau Royal Beach in Noumea. The family has issued a statement thanking New Caledonian authorities for the effort in treating him and to the Australian and New Caledonian government for aiding his return home. In sport, an AFL boss, Gillan McLaughlin, is in Tasmania today where he's expected to announce a multi-million dollar funding package towards the game's development in the state. Mr McLaughlin will pledge $360 million towards a new stadium in Hobart as well as game and talent development. The push for a Tasmanian side in the national competition is contingent on funding for the stadium at Macquarie Point. The state Liberal government has pledged money towards the project and has asked for more from the federal government in the May budget. But the stadium proposal remains divisive, with backers of the Tasmanian national side arguing it's an unfair condition that no other team has had to meet. Ten Tasmanian federal politicians have signed an open letter urging the AFL to grant the state a 19th licence without the requirement of the new stadium. And that's the latest SBS News. (laughs) 